American expat, it's Des Bishop! Hello, everybody. How are you all? Oh, my God, what a crowd. This late at night is amazing. My name's Des. I'm from New York originally. I've lived in Ireland most of my life. I turned 40 last year, and it was kind of depressing for me because I'm not a normal 40-year-old. I'm not married. I don't have kids. And when I hit 40, I was like, damn, man, I fucked up here, you know? I really fucked up. So I said it to my married friends with kids. I was like, yo, guys, I think I fucked up. And they were like, no, 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 no. We fucked up, okay? We look at your life and we think you're a fucking genius, you know? Because they think they have all the freedom, you know, I could do whatever I want and they have to worry about their kids. But I look at them and I think, yeah, your kids are six, seven, eight. You're halfway to being done. They're fucking tired all the time, but they're halfway to being done. I'm 41, I'm fucking tired all the time, and I haven't even started yet, yeah? <laughs> the earliest I could have a kid is nine months from now. And that would require like a survey of who's day 14 in the crowd. You know, for that to happen, like you realize for that to happen, it has to happen tonight. Not the normal comedy banter, it has to be said. You know, hey, where are my day 14 ladies at? Day 14 ladies? Ovulating ladies, ovulating ladies, ovulating ladies, ovulating ladies, ovulating ladies. Now put your hands up. Yeah, I left it too late, man. It's a fuck up, you know? Like, I'm gonna be one of those 70-year-old dads. Like, 70 years old, I'm gonna have a 16-year-old daughter, still needs my money and my attention. Poor girl's gonna come home. Her friends are gonna be like, oh my God, is that your grandfather? It's like, no, it's my fucking dad, oh my God. Here's the serious point, okay? I'm never gonna have grandkids. That's what I realized recently. I'm never gonna have grandkids, yeah? If I wanna have grandkids now, I'm gonna have to raise my daughter in Frankston. Oh! <laughs> Obviously, no need for the beatbox there whatsoever. That's just in case there's people that are getting offended. Frankston people wouldn't be offended, but people would be offended on Frankston's behalf. So it distracts them, you know? So they're like, hey, that was unacceptable. Oh no, come on, here we go, come on. I say Frankston, we laugh. When I'm in Ireland, I say a bad neighborhood, we laugh. But it's funny, when I'm in New York, I say the Bronx, woo, gets a weird reaction. People, some people laugh, people from the Bronx laugh, but a lot of other people are like, whoa, you can't say that, because they think it's about race, yeah? But I joke about Frankston here, I joke about a bad neighbor in Ireland. We know it's not about race, it's about poverty. Uh, duh. Hello? It's a poverty joke, hello? And that makes it okay somehow. So I know, I've already given you like an odd identity. I'm from New York, I grew up in Ireland, but I actually spent two years living in China. I'm only back a year, you know? I moved to China to learn enough Chinese to do stand-up comedy in Chinese for a Chinese audience in China, right? So people thought I was crazy. They were like, why would you try to do stand-up comedy in China? You can't say anything there with the censorship. But actually, it's not as different as you think, you know? Comedy in China, say comedy in America, it's very similar. You know, like in America, you can make fun of the American government. In China, you can make fun of the American government. It's the same, it's very similar. You know? I'll tell you, man, I am glad I am not there now. Because, you know, when I was in China for two years, like, Chinese people love arguing with you about democracy. You know, they're all the time like, you think democracy is great, we think it's shit. And I'm like, come on, democracy is great. If I was there now, I would keep my fucking mouth shut. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, your democracy is not so good now. Damn, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I did a lot of stuff, you know. I did a lot of stuff to try to learn Chinese. And one of the things I did was, I got a job for a month, like for real. I made a TV show about it, by the way, just in case you think I'm lying, you can Google that. I got a job for a month working in a Chinese restaurant. Now, you don't have to call it a Chinese restaurant there, it's just a restaurant, but, but it, 
I was a greeter, right? Like a welcomer, right? So every day customers would arrive and I would say, which means you're very welcome, right? And then customers would leave and I would say, which means thanks very much for coming. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay? Didn't have to see people literally just, that was my job. Every day it was amazing. I'd say, and then customers would be like, <laughs> you know, there's never been a white guy in the history of China to do the job. So every day I'd be like, and they'd be like, oh, your Chinese is so good. And I'd be like, the motherfucker, you speaking English to me. But anyway, <laughs> not good enough for you to respond to fucking Chinese. Anyway, three weeks into it, I had an amazing cultural experience, right? Every day my Chinese was getting better. I'd do my and then one day these two drunken guys arrived, right? I said, and then one of them really loudly in front of the whole restaurant goes, and does a shit version of my shit Chinese. And I was like, hold on a minute, buddy. You cannot me. I am the only white guy in the village. I am the only white guy in this tiny Chinese city of 965,000 people. You cannot me. That's racist, yeah? Because if I was in New York or Dublin and I walked into the Chinese restaurant and the welcomer was like, Oh, you're very welcome. And I went, oh, you are very welcome. Welcome to our restaurant. You want a fried rice? Well, I'd be arrested. So don't huang ying one thing me, motherfucker. And I'll tell you right now, buddy, you're lucky. You're lucky I'm a comedian because I would have been upset, except the minute that you said that, I couldn't help but think, this story's going to rip it when I take it back to Melbourne next year. So thanks for the material, asshole. I thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you.